0: Hey everybody, and welcome to Uncommon Grounds, a production of the Quinnipiac University Podcast Studio. This podcast is centered around discussions with students from the School of Communications, but we take you inside some of their experiences, opportunities, and aspirations. On today's episode, host Chris Rauch interviews Kat Almeida, a sophomore journalism major and student athlete. Kat discusses her battle with thyroid cancer, as well as why she decided to change her major from physical therapy to journalism. And as a member of the QU women's basketball team, CAT discusses some goals and, of course, the NCAA tournament. My name is Mike Bachman, and I'm the producer of the show. I'm also a graduate student in Quinnipiac School of Communications. Our executive producer and director of community programming is David DeRoche. On Common Grounds is hosted by Chris Roush, dean of the School of Communications. Hope you enjoy, and thanks for listening.
1: Welcome to Uncommon Grounds. This is a podcast about students at the Quinnipiac University School of Communications. My name is Dean Chris Rausch, and joining us today is journalism major Kat Almeida. Kat, thank you for joining us today.
2: Thanks for having me. This is awesome.
1: So Kat, I want to first discuss your battle with cancer. You were diagnosed with thyroid cancer, correct? yes. Uh, When did that happen, and and what was that like in terms of treatment?
2: I was diagnosed in October, and then the plan was to take out my whole thyroid because I had big lumps on the one side and smaller lumps on the other side that they didn't test because they were small. But they knew there was cancer on the right side, so the plan was to take out the whole entire thing. But during surgery – my vocal cord got damaged, so, like, the protocol is, like, stop the surgery. So, right now, I only have half my thyroid out with the big lump, and then I'm actually waiting on a call to get, to see when the second surgery is, to get the other one out. And then I should be done. Of course, like, for the rest of my life, I'll get, like, uh, like blood work done here and there to make sure the levels are good. But yeah, that's where I'm at so far.
1: <laughs> so, was that the only treatment you had?
2: yeah. Yeah. And then there's talks of like this radioactive iodine treatment afterwards to like clear out anything in there, but that hasn't been brought up in a while. So I'm not sure if I'm actually going to do that. So right now focus is the second surgery.
1: That's excellent. I'm familiar with those blood tests. I had a, uh, a cancerous mole right here on my nose removed uh, about 10 years ago. Okay. And so every time when I go in for a checkup, they uh, do blood work yeah Uh, to make sure that it hasn't returned so very familiar with that did you feel any weakness or anything
2: i thought i felt totally normal before but now that since i've had it removed and they put me on um a thyroid hormone because my levels were kind of off i feel completely different now which makes me realize that i was feeling like tired and weak all the time before yeah in comparison to now so like it's actually kind of a good thing that happened um, because I I feel so much better, like emotion wise, like strength wise. I used to nap like every day before and now I can actually get through my entire day. So yeah.
1: There's nothing wrong with a good nap.
2: Yeah, Yeah. but it was was a lot though. It was like every day, multiple times a day.
1: There's nothing wrong with a good nap
2: every day. (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
1: (laughs) And so you're a journalism major, why journalism?
2: Yeah, so I came in as a physical therapy major actually. I thought that's what I wanted to do just cause I, you know, injuries throughout high school. I was always at PT and I thought it was fun. And I've always liked writing. I've always wrote, written, but I just didn't think that was what I was gonna do. But then when I was in PT, I just realized that science was not for me at all. Um, and so I just like kind of rash decision just switched hoping it would, I would like it and I really, it's awesome. Like since I've switched, I enjoy my classes so much more now. So yeah, I, I like writing, emphasis on writing. So yeah.
1: Have you decided like what type of writing or what type of journalism that you want to go into when you graduate?
2: Um, I'm still trying to like take different classes to kind of figure it out. I don't have a minor yet. I still have to decide my minor, but um, I like sports journalism, but I also do like like just writing about other things besides sports. But I'll probably, if I had to say like what I think now, I'll probably try to get into something more sports related just because, you know, I'll have the experience with college basketball, but not completely sure yet.
1: All right. I'm going to, I'm just going to go ahead and uh, quiz you now. Favorite basketball player.
2: Uh. I like Larry Bird. I changed my answer a lot. I like him. Every now and then I'll watch a highlight uh, video. Can,
1: I don't even think you were alive when Larry yeah, Bird no, was I playing.
2: <laughs> I know everything from YouTube.
1: <laughs> OK, I was about to say, so where did that come from?
2: Yeah, it's, it changes, honestly, all the time. Um, but right now, I like him. You know, I've watched a lot of Kobe stuff in the past year. So that's a good one, too. But what do you I like about
1: Larry Bird's game?
2: I don't know, because it's really different from how they play now so I think that's also a reason I like it it's just because basketball in general was like I don't know now there's no defense at all and back then they were really just kicking the crap out of each other when they'd go up so I kind of just like how physical they were and I liked um like the documentary of Lakers Celtics and so I just seen stuff from him like in that stuff and I just I just like the way he plays Physical. That was a good
1: documentary. I, yeah. I that. Yeah. One. All right, so I have I have an assignment for you. Somewhere in the School of Communications building, there is a picture of Larry Bird fighting Dr. J.
2: <laughs>
1: I want okay. you to find that picture. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Fav- favorite WNBA player. This also
2: changes a lot. You know, Brianna Stewart's a staple, but then. I also like um, Asia, Asia Wilson, Asia Wilson. Okay. I like I. She's probably my favorite, just because I relate to her more as a tall person. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. I'm more of a uh, I'm more of a Sue Bird or Diana okay, yeah. Taurasi.
2: Yeah.
1: Kind of guy. Yeah. So, Kat, I want to ask you about something. Your freshman year, uh-huh. we're at a women's basketball game, and there's a timeout, and up on the screen, they're showing favorite pets of players you're already laughing because you know where I'm going with this and it's a bunch of cats and we have to pick whose cat this is and I immediately said it It was my dog it was your dog yeah (laughs) okay I immediately was like it has to be cat Almeida's because her name is (laughs) cat but I'm watching you during the timeout, and you're looking up at the screen and you're laughing yeah do you remember this
2: yes i do i was trying to because i was very invested in what was happening on the screen but at the same time i have to pay attention to what's in the timeout. so it was kind of like i was just glancing like every thing because i was so excited to see my little puppy up there but meanwhile coach is like furiously drawing up a play and i'm supposed to be paying attention but yeah. what's your dog's name simon simon he is 16 years old he's old wow that's yeah. impressive. Yeah.
1: Kat, what made you decide to come to Quinnipiac?
2: Um, I like ever since I visited, I think I visited three times before I was committed. Um, and I just like the feel here. And I, I've always been on teams in high school and AU that win. So I wanted to come into a program where they know what it's like to win and really like strive to win every game. Um, So that was a big part of it. And then the campus is beautiful. I really want to go to a college with a pretty campus. Um, And yeah, I just got like a good sense of like family here and I really liked it. And I was excited finally when they gave me the offer. So yeah.
1: And and tell me about coming here from upstate New York, right?
2: Yeah. I'm like two and a half hours from here.
1: Oh, it's not that far Uh, from home either.
2: Yeah. No, it's not that far.
1: Okay. Was that attractive to you? You wanted a place close to where you played in high school?
2: Um, yeah, because before I thought it'd be cool to go far away, but I'm so glad I stayed relatively close because, you know, if I need to go home, even now with like this, I can just drive home if I have an appointment, come back. Um, so yeah, I, I like, and I like my family, so <laughs> I didn't want to go too far. So yeah, that was also a good part yeah. of it.
1: All right. What is the one thing you feel like you've learned after a year and a half, almost two years now in college?
2: There's no way anyone can prepare you for what college basketball is like until you're actually doing it because it didn't matter how many teammates I had. It's not like I didn't believe them when they told me how difficult balancing everything is and just the workouts are different than high school. And I knew it was going to be, but still you don't truly understand it until you're actually here. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Do you feel like the game is faster?
2: Yes, very much so. And you yeah. can't like you can't get excused for it. Like in high school, I mainly would rebound every shot and then throw it up the court, and usually someone had scored by then. So I'd just be running to half court and back a lot of times. Or um, here, no, I have. It's different. I'm still working on it every day to try to get faster because that's that's the one part of my game that I think really needs to step up for next year. Is just you know be able to keep up more. So yeah.
1: What do you, what do you feel like? Um having a, having a cancer scare like you had, what did that teach you?
2: It still doesn't seem real sometimes. Like I kind of have to laugh at it cause it's so random to happen. But I think, and I'm honestly like a lot happier since everything's happened, like just in life I'm happier. Uh, first of all, be aware of weird things that happen in your body because I almost ignored the lump. So like awareness, And thank God my mom always, if there's anything weird on me, she will bring me to the doctor immediately (laughs) to make sure it's fine. So thank God I have her to do that. And um, also just, it's going to sound like cheesy, but just like, you know, like appreciate your health when you have it, you know. Um, Because I definitely took it for granted just being in college, running around, doing whatever, (laughs) and then I get cancer. But honestly, I kind of think of it as a positive moment. In my life and I think I'll continue to look back on it as a positive experience because I genuinely like feel so much better since even the first surgery so maybe even more after the second one
1: (laughs) that's that's good to hear yeah I have to ask you uh you're six five but are your parents tall
2: my mom is five six my dad is six seven okay yeah so I I don't support the height difference in their relationship. I don't. I will say that because it's unfair to other tall women. <laughs> yeah, but See, he was my, a basketball player. He played at the College of Saint Rose in Albany, and she was a cheerleader. So it's oh, you know, that that's cool. Basketball cheerleader thing. <laughs> See,
1: people always ask me where I get my height from. I'm six three. Yeah. But my dad was five ten, and my mother is five four. <laughs>
2: my my dad's parents so my dad's six seven my dad's parents were both short like actually short below average height so he said he had some tall uncles somewhere i think but yeah his was weird
1: <laughs> yeah the only thing that i can attribute it to is that apparently when i was like five or six years old i i ate a whole bottle of flintstones chewable vitamins <laughs>
2: that has to be it. yeah
1: and 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 i always like drinking milk too uh-huh. Those are the only two things. I, I always
2: drink milk. I still drink milk all the time. I, love I still milk.
1: drink milk with breakfast every morning. <laughs> yeah, But
2: it's my brother that my 23 year old brother, he's 5'11". So it really just was random. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What
1: are you, what are you hoping to accomplish in the next two years at Quinnipiac?
2: I, I just want to like experience being in games for important moments. Cause I got in this year and it was awesome. And last year I got in here and there. Like, I really want to just, like, be a part of the team, like, on the court. So that's what I'm going to focus on this summer is just getting better so that they will trust me to put me in, you know, maybe in, like, important moments and stuff. So, yeah, I really just want to play. <laughs> yeah.
1: All right. For, for those of you listening, this was taped during the first round of the NCAA men's tournament and women's tournament. Kat, I want your picks. Yeah. Get out your crystal ball. Who's your pick, men's and women's?
2: Okay. I haven't really looked at the men's side. I will say that. But if you had to ask me right now, uh, I'll tell you my women's first. Women, I have Stanford for some reason. I have Stanford over UConn in the championship game. I just, you know, filled out a bracket on my photos, and I just keep it on my person to just check every game. Um, but – See, I- I'm,
1: a, I'm a big Paige balkers fan.
2: Yeah. She's incredible. I, she's good. She's very good. Yeah. I, I know. We're, we saw the same yesterday. A few of us were watching the games, and it was just the same clip of her over and over again. They just don't stop talking about her. But, yeah, she deserves it. Yeah. <laughs> Men's side? Oh, geez. I always liked Gonzaga. I, this is funny. When I was little, and they were 16 seed, and, like, no one really knew who they were, I didn't know that seedings were a thing. I just went by whoever I thought, and I had Gonzaga beating the number one seed in a game, and they didn't, but they almost did. So ever since then, I like Gonzaga. So sure, why not? <laughs> okay,
1: my actually my youngest son, who did not go to Z- Gonzaga, is a big Gonzaga fan as well. Okay, yeah, yeah. So I can I can live with that.
2: Yeah, honestly, I I this year I really. I've been just watching the women's side, and then the men's game is on. I'll put it on, but yeah. more focused on the women.
1: Hey, I want you to check out a story today that was in the Wall Street Journal. Apparently, it's come out that the NCAA has not been allowing the women's side of the tournament to market itself as March Madness, like the men's side.
2: Yeah. I didn't see the article you're talking about, but I will. But I did see on Twitter that like the March Madness Twitter account in the caption is like men's basketball.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't understand that. And right. then, and then the whole issue with the with the uh, the weight room.
2: Oh, uh, disgusting! Yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, we're in the twenty first century here.
2: I know. It just. I makes think most- it's.
1: Yeah, I don't understand why they're not. And I don't get not- the
2: people that try to defend it somehow. Like I feel like I don't know. Lots of stuff is debatable, in my opinion.
1: This is not debatable. This is
2: not debatable. Like, there's yeah. one right answer. <laughs> yeah. But yeah.
1: All right, Kat, we're out of time. I want to thank you for joining us on this episode of Uncommon Grounds.
2: Yeah, thanks for having me. All
1: right. And if you're not aware, we have a YouTube show called Connect with Chris, where I talk with alumni from the School of Communications. Thank you for joining us on this episode.
0: That was Chris Rausch interviewing Kat Almeida, Uncommon Grounds is hosted by Chris Rausch, Dean of the School of Communications at Quinnipiac University. The show is produced by myself, Mike Bachman. A big thank you to Heather Popovics for running social media. And our executive producer and director of community programming is David DeRoche. To learn more about all of our podcasts, you can visit qu.edu slash podcast. And you can listen to our podcasts on the platform or app of your choice, but be sure to check us out on Twitter and Instagram at QU Podcasts. If you have a story to share or something you want us to talk about, you can find us on social media or you could shoot us an email. That address is qupodcasts at qu.edu. On the next episode of Uncommon Grounds, Chris interviews Larissa Jean-Jules, a graduate student studying public relations in the 4 Plus 1 program. Be sure to stay connected, stay informed, and we'll catch you next week.